Hello and welcome to the Have a Day Off podcast. This is episode one. I'm here with Tom. Well, well, guys. Cracking stuff. And Alf. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> Banging stuff. Uh, we started a podcast, the three of us, just because, you know, we all chat a lot of shit and we thought it'd be funny to record it and have a bit of fun. So, yeah. Yeah, we love having a great time over here. Um, have a Day Off has multiple meanings. Um, we both talk a lot of rubbish, so, you know. All three of us, in fact. That's not both. Um, <laughs> Numbers are so, not a strong um, point. Yeah, cheers, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, you know, sometimes good to give yourself a break. Therefore, have a day off, you know. Multiple meanings. Little double entendre there for you guys. Of course. So, uh, yeah. Well, that was a big word. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, I've, I've got my dictionary out. I'm ready. Oh, it's dictionary corner on a podcast. First, first time it's ever been done. This is great content. It really is. <laughs> oh, so, so we'll just jump straight into it. Um I am Michael, I'm 19 years old, and I'm at university at the moment studying accounting and finance, because, you know, my life is booming. Yeah, smart guy is uh, is Mike. Cheers, mate. Right, one of you two take it away. Tom, Tom, get, get a cracking. I bet. So, I'm Tom, I'm 21. Um, I also, I'm also at uni, um, I'm studying sports management. Um, was playing rugby on the side until recently, um, obviously COVID and, you know, me being in general quite retarded. Um, and, but, you know, we're on the search. We're a free agent. We're out there. Give me a call. I can film one stuff. Yeah, man. Tom, Tom Scott is the, is the James Harden of the rugby world. He's an absolute baller, but he just loves alcohol and women. So that's two things. <laughs> oh, 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 my oh, God. Oh, okay. oh my God. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just playing, I'm just playing. <laughs> oh, it's it's alright. Uh, following off the back of that, my name's Alfie. I'm 20 years old. My birthday was this weekend. Hey! Bang on oh, it with shit. the boys. Um, yeah, no, it was class. We went on Zoom. Got absolutely uh, Gary Lineker. Um, Tom couldn't make it because he's on his dean, um, contrary to what I just said. Uh, um, <laughs> And yeah, I'm I'm not a uni. I'm the bum of the group. I'm just working full time, just trying to get that paper, getting that um, bread. Yeah, man, living living life. Secure yeah, the that's bag it, man. Now. Trying to afford that pony. <laughs> you are sorry, the pony. Yeah, man, that's the dream. Fair enough, mate. So we all are big fans of sports. Main two being NFL and football. Um. Bas- those who are big fans of basketball, I'm sort of getting into it a bit more as it goes. We're gonna get him. We're gonna get him going. We should talk about what teams we all support. So start with the host. So I am a Southampton fan. Big up my dad. He supports Southampton, so you know, you've got to follow his footsteps. And in the NFL, I support the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, I'm not very happy with the season, if we're all honest. But you know, it's fine. On the up though. On the up, exactly. Yeah. And it could be worse. I mean, you could be the Giants or you could be the Texans. So. You're yeah, not wrong. Um, you are not wrong. But saying that, I support two of the worst teams in both sports. I'm an Arsenal fan and I'm a Houston Texans fan. So that that's pain. That's big pain. There are two teams that were really good and then I've just fallen off. That has got to hurt. Yeah. I mean... I mean... The Texans are, you know, a bit ropey. After they traded Texans. 
Hopkins for Johnson the second. I mean, I think he will improve. I mean, we'll, we'll save sports for later, but now Bill O'Brien's the fuck out of there. So, I mean, surely things can't get much worse. Fingers crossed. I mean, that guy is a fucking. Yeah, I, yeah. I ain't gonna uh, say nothing. I'm just stalling because I don't want to talk about my teams. Uh, <laughs> I'm a big uh, Chelsea fan, uh, unfortunately. Um, and I'm also a big New York Giants fan. Um, again, very unfortunate. I'm also a Knicks fan, big basketball fan. I support the Knicks. Uh, that's the most unfortunate of them all. They're all bad, and they all wear blue. So, is that you just, sweet, that guy. Do you just like the color blue, or is it? Um, now, nah, my dad grew up in West London. Uh, he didn't ask that at all, by the way. I'm just telling you. Um, <laughs> do, do you like the colour blue? Um, my dad grew up in West London. Okay. <laughs> no. I'm not to answer a question. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't ask why I supported Chelsea. I was just like, well, you know. Um, and then, as for the Giants, uh, uh, my mate uh, Josh, great friend of the podcast, um, is a Cowboys fan. Um, so I was like, who's their rivals? I'll, I'll, I'll get that cracking. Uh, that's the Giants. Wait, is that actually the reason um, you support the Giants? Yeah, 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 it is, yeah. And then the, the Knicks, I don't quite know why. I think it might have something to do with Friends. I'm a big Friends fan. Um, or it's something it's probably because you like New York. I do like New York. Drunkens that could be it, Tom. You could be on something there. Do you it's because you're a Frank Nielakina fan? Uh, huge fan since his Strasbourg days, mate. <laughs> anyway, Tom, how come you support uh, those two teams? Um, well, Arsenal just, you know, same as you guys, through through my dad. Um, and the Texans, I mean, yeah, that's that's a bit of a weird one. Um, I kind of liked, I, I went for the Browns at the start and I was like, mm, the Browns kind of stink. Um, and that, that, you know, we all know how that turned out. Um, but Ooh. I was flicking through um, through teams on Madden and I randomised and someone was like, yeah, you've got to pick a team like that. And I was like, I bet. And I landed on the Texans. So I'm a Texan fan now, which, yeah. You got to love the honesty. Awkward. And that's also a valuable lesson about loyalty right there. If you would have stuck with the Browns, you know, things would have been on the up. But now you've got to, you've got to stick with, uh, with H-Town because, you know, that's how it goes. I mean, yeah. H-Town. Yeah, man. What about uh, the, the Cardinals for you, Mike? Uh, do you know what it is? The first season I watched the NFL or started watching it, was, what, 2017, I think, when they had Carson Palmer manning the helm, and they got to the playoffs and lost to the Panthers in the conference game, the conference championship, that, I think it was. Cam Newton's MVP season. That was Cam Newton's MVP season. And I watched the All or Nothing series on Amazon. Uh, oh, yeah. Video, and mm. I was just such a big fan of the Cardinals. Like, I don't know, I just watched it and I just loved them. I was like, wow, this is the team I support. It's just, that's a great origin story. I don't know why I said origin story. You're not a superhero, but um, I might yeah. be. Could be. Who not knows? decided yet. All right. What about what everyone likes to do? Just you know, where in their spare time when they have a day off, little uh, little time there. Yeah. yeah. Nice. That was creative. Cheers, man. Thank you. Tom's not impressed. <laughs> no. Oh no, no. The answer that came into my head, I'm not gonna say. But... Uh, yeah, that's probably for the best. But Tom, if you're keeping it PG, what what sort of things do you like to do in your spare time? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Like at the moment, obviously during lockdown and stuff, I'm trying to stay fit. I'm you know trying to keep in the gym. You know, I've got a little like decent setup at home. Um, yeah. Trying to stay in the gym, stay fit, stay healthy. Health is wealth, after all. Um, 
but you know, other than that, you know, I'm I'm banging out Warzone. And, you know, I got a, a point four uh, KD. So if anyone's out there and wants to help me out, then please. <laughs> a point um, four KD. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm terrible at that game. Like no cap. I I stink. I stink. I don't even think I average one kill a game. Um, Takes a man to admit it, though. But I mean. Any other game, yeah, you you know, you'll probably clap me as well. But um <laughs> Okay, well I'm glad you admit <laughs> you that. You said that up like you're gonna be like you know any other game, oh yeah, you'll probably clap me. No nah, man, I've gotta keep it hundred. I've gotta keep it hundred. Yeah. I, I, I stink at every game. PS4, Xbox, it doesn't matter. I get clapped. What about GameCube? What, you I reckon you're calm on that. On the sticks. Nifty. 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 Nah, what about the what Wii? About you, Mike? Oh, um, so what I, what have I been doing? Um, not a lot really. I've tried to get into running when I went home for a couple of months from uni, but then my shoes disintegrated, so that stopped. Um, and I need to get some some running shoes, please. Yeah, man. But then since I've been back at uni, all I've been doing is working out and playing FIFA pretty much, and a bit of Football Manager here and there. Yeah. Love me some FIFA, man. That's like, Football Manager is an elite game. Try game. I need to get into it, man, but I feel like if I get into it, I'll get addicted, and it's just not healthy for me because I don't have much time on my hands. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, what are you, Alf? Yeah. Um, I like. Uh, <laughs> I've been I've been working out a lot. Obviously, gyms are closed, which is annoying. But um, you got to make do with what you got. So I've got a little setup in my living room. Um, so just using up the whole of that to my family is a you know disappointment. But, you know, I just point them at everything. So, so it's all good with that. Um, yep. So doing that, like, five days a week. Um, and then everything else, just trying to go on walks, working a lot. Um, I work night shifts, which is kind of crazy. So it's not really, like, a very sociable job. Um, I've been watching a lot of, like, Premier League years and stuff like that. I'm a big nostalgia merchant. Like, anything that happened, like, ten years ago, I'll just tell you it was good, regardless of what it was. It's because you're a Chelsea um, fan. Don't hold me to that, because there are some bad events that happened beyond ten years ago. But... You understand my point, so yeah, that's what I've been getting up to. Bang on, mate. And yeah. going back earlier to the um, your birthday being what last Friday? It was Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday yeah. But we, we got were... we got we got we got on it on Friday on Zoom. It was a great time. Some some great friends of the podcast on there. Spike Lee, uh, uh, Franco. We're not going to say then le- like you know legal names for legal reasons. It's illegal far too many times, but it was it was a great time. A question from that is, what's everyone's favourite beverage to get belted on? Question. Because mine, I like a, if I'm just going out for a few, you know, just a few pints, I have Fosters, I'm a big Fosters man myself. In fact, I've got a few next to me right now, but if I'm, you know, just having spirits and trying to enjoy myself, I'll have a pink gin lemonade. I'm not afraid to admit that as well. I think it's a very manly drink, it just shows off your feminine side. Secure, securing your masculinity. What about you, Tom? Um, I mean, I can't lie. I'm not the biggest fan of beer. Um, no. I think that, that that tastes a little bit like arse. I don't know what arse tastes like though. Um, okay, okay, decent, decent. But um, no nah, rum. You know, I like my Captain Morgans. I like my um my Ray and nephews. But Ray and nephews is for the special occasion. Ray you know, and nephews it blows your head off. Just like you know. A little Christmas thing, or like you know, a little drink with a family, like it's a special yeah, occasion. Expensive. A little bit, a little bit. I mean, 
Everyone's else about pandemic. pandemic. Yeah. Ain't, like ain't, ain't like you know, ain't <laughs> the most expensive thing out there, but it's alright. Well, you Alf, what we saying? I'm a, the thing is, the thing about me is, um, I'm a child because I do not drink beer. I don't like it. Um, I have a quite uh, cheeky Corona here and there, just because you know satire. Um, but I'm, I'm mainly a vodka guy. I like a vodka Santa fruit. But yeah, oh. such a child's drink. But that's how that's how we roll. Vodka Fanta fruit twist bangs. Have you ever tried peach snaps and Fanta fruit twist? Uh, we, 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 Michael, mate, we, we, uh, we. I'm claiming that as me and you created it. Uh, because obviously no one else would have thought of that before. So me and you did that, did that once and just got absolutely belted. Um, and it was just, it was a great time. What? Oh, that's a cracking story. I think I'm, I'm, I'll have to I'll have to tell that story right now of the day in general. Oh yes, of course. Right, yeah. Now take it away, please. Tom, you haven't heard this story, unfortunately, but I think you'll love no, this. I'm not. So, involved, uh, yeah. No, go take it away. So I was, you know, in town. I had a pint with one of my friends, you know, just casual things. I've ended up at a different pub near to where um, Alf lives. And I saw his mum there. So I was talking to his mum, you know, just being friend or being friendly as usual, you know. As you get to not get to know people, but you know what I mean. You know, just I was absolutely belted by, by the end of the time he'd been at the pub. Because my mum kept buying you pints, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Your mum was just like, do you want a pint? I was like, yeah, go on then. It was. By the way, just want to clear up, she's a nice woman. She's not, she wasn't trying to get, yeah, you carry on. Yeah, no, she um, she didn't know that I'd had, that I'd been at the pub earlier in town. So yeah, she kept buying me pints and I was loving it. And then we got back to Alf's and I was sat there eating this lasagna just, just going through at this point by the way he was absolutely gone so he came back to mine for some recovery because we were meant to go out later that night um and yeah yeah went back to house got some recovery time in for about an hour (laughs) went down to the shop bought a bottle of peach snaps and fanta fruits twist walked up to our friends got bang on it and the next morning i was how do you say um, a bit gone. We'll, we'll go with a bit gone. Because I remember we didn't even end up going on the same night out. No, you ended up going somewhere. You may you met some of your friends. Um, I think it was Joey and that lot. And we were meant to be meeting. Um, I don't know if it was a few people at Revs. And it, yeah, uh, you got there and you were like, "Oh no, I want to stay here." And I was like, "Ah, oh, fair enough." I just went to Revs because I knew you were in good hands. Wickham Central Revs. That's actually Beaconsfield, mate. Yeah, come on. Oh, okay. Get the no, it's all right. It's all right. It's just I want you to respect okay. the, the, the hub of Wickham, which is O'Neill. All right, we're putting respect on its name. Exactly. And Yates on a Tuesday, you can't forget that as well if you're oh, respecting so, the whole so, Wickham. So many a time at Yates. So we need to get you down to, 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 to Wickham, man. Oh, because... I'm, I'm, when everything when everything opens up again, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm, you know, just to let the people know, I'm not a loner. I do go out, but I live in London. These men live in Wickham. So. Yeah, so it's a bit hard. He doesn't want to get a train like to to Wickham because if we're all honest, it's it's not great. But you know, and also, yeah, I don't know if you're on about the travel or Wickham itself, but both would be true because Wickham's not great. But it's you love it if you're from here. 
Nah, exactly. Everyone knows each other. If you're on a night out, everyone just knows it. Oh, each mate, other. that is so true. Literally, I was telling I was telling someone from Slough the other day. They're like, yeah, if you go on a night out in Wickham, you'll see like what forty people. You know, if it's a packed night at O'Neill, you'd be like, hey, you're right. Like, yeah. And like Christmas just... Eve, like you'll you'll be seeing everyone. Nah, exactly. It's, oh, it's so much fun, man. I miss it so much. I feel like pure shit. Just want O'Neill's back. <laughs> Jesus, but yeah. Tom, what, what sort of nights out do you get cracking over there in um in London? Cause like, what's honestly, I, I ain't go out like you know, I ain't go out like that, um anymore. Anyways, when I was at college, that was when I went out yeah. a lot. House parties, um, house parties, where people just stuff. No, no, go, me, go, go. Me and Tom actually went to the same college, but um. <laughs> Um, I think you're, well, you're obviously in the year above me, um, or you mm. might be a couple of years above me, actually. What? Um, you went but to we, ne- we obviously never spoke to each other just because, you know, I had no friends. Um, but, like, we never knew we went to the same college until we got added to, like, a group chat together and we started chatting, blah, blah, blah. But, um, yeah, so that's a little, <laughs> that's a little nugget of uh, facts. Nah, anyway, that's the thing, on. like, we all kind of, I know, obviously, you and Mike have been friends for a long time and very close. But, yeah. like, I got, you know, entwined into it through sport. And meeting you lot, you know, that was how. Fantasy um, NFL, wasn't it? You know, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, was the group man. chat. That was the little group chat we all got added to. Um, and yeah, I mean, ever since that, it's just clicked. And, you know, the Uncle Sal memes and stuff like that. With oh, man, and that's, that's going to that's gonna be brought out. Some, people are going to know about that sooner rather than later, honestly. Even, I don't think Mike's too familiar, but you, 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 everyone will know. The loyal fan base of the Haverdale podcast will know about Uncle Sal. The loyal mm. fan base, the following. Yeah, man. <laughs> Partisan support. Um, yeah, sorry, Tom, carry on. I just cut you off. How rude. No, no, it's all sweet. But no, I, I didn't. College, I used to go out a fair bit. And then, you know, it just slowed down. Um, obviously, you know, I didn't. I don't go out too much um, in London. If I do, then, you know, it'd just be the pub and stuff like that. Um, you know, just like a. A little thing, nothing too, nothing too bougie, nothing too out there. Um, but you know, when when I did used to go out with some of the boys from rugby, you know, we'd go Kingston, we'd go Prism, uh, we'd go Viper, stuff like that. And you know, when they when clubs do open up, then I'm obviously going to be going down there with uni as well. So I can't wait. Love that. It's gonna be Love vibes. That, How have you lot been dealing with um, uni in terms of like? Obviously, it's been we're in a pandemic. I don't know if you guys know this, uh, but um, are we? Obviously, it's going to be like really difficult with uni because not only can you not go to lectures, but the whole social side of uni has sort of been cut out of the equation. So, how how are you lot doing with that? Oh, so with the whole lecture side of things, I don't think it's too bad personally. Like everyone's saying, "Oh, I'm paying nine grand for this education, and I'm not getting it." You are getting it; it's just not in person because you're getting seminar time, you're getting lecture time as well with people, but you just obviously you're not getting face-to-face time which is bad obviously but if you've got like video calls and stuff it's, it's fine in my that's my opinion but for that you just have to apply yourself a bit more and i guess some people aren't gonna have that motivation but yeah i guess if you're i know i know what you're like mike you're a pretty sort of like headstrong guy so you'll you'll get on with that no 100 percent cheers but <clears throat> yeah but the social side of the thing i feel like I got quite lucky because I've got like a group of friends that I've that I made the first night sort of thing that live in my accommodation and like around the area. So it was just like cool. I've got a couple of friends like I'm I'm not going to 
miss out completely on uni life because I can still get belted with them every other night sort of thing. Not that I, not that I do. I don't remember the last time I got belted with them actually. But yeah, that's how I've been dealing with it. What about you, Tom? Yeah, yeah. I, I agree on the education side of things, if I'm honest. Like, you know, I obviously my uni's in London um, and stuff like that. So, you know, I, if I do go in for lectures and stuff, then, you know, um, it's only an hour's drive or something, which is, you know, which is fine by me. But the online stuff, I mean, personally for me, I'm saving bread, I'm saving money. Um, you know, I'm not noticing no difference in, in my, you know, in my grades or my ability or nothing like that. Um, but the social side is that thing which, yeah, you know, um, I guess because I don't live in halls and stuff like that, I miss out on anyway. Um, but nah, man, I mean... The social side of stuff, there's no clubs open, you know, there's no societies being done, nothing like that, you know. That's kind of the big thing which I kind of chose to go to my uni for. Um, and obviously that ain't happening, so. Yeah, so it's stiff, I'm, I'm, Yeah, it's, it's a little bit stiff, but, you know, some would say I'm down bad, but, you know. <laughs> That's where I live, bro. The thing is about uni, man, it's like, from what I see, everyone saying, oh, man, nine grand a year, blah, 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 but, like, I still see uni people having more fun than, like, regular people. So there is the advantage of that. So, like, because obviously the people you live with in your house, like, that's your household, isn't it? so you can just get drunk with them. Like, like I've got some... I've got a couple of friends um, up in Cardiff. You guys know them. Oren and Tino. Shout out to them, oh. by the way. They're going to be they're gonna be listening. They, they, the they always seem on their stories like they're having great fun. Um, and there's, there's countless other examples of this, too. Just people, like, I know, like, seeing, like, just, you know having a great old time and I'm just there working because obviously when when everyone's celebrating I'm working because that's just how I, that's how I move um, and I'm just like damn man I wish I wish that was me gotta hustle so baby. yeah that's it man that's that's <laughs> but uh, that was a whimper more than a laugh by the way but um, oh. it's just it, it, obviously it's tough but I think there's still good elements to it and like you know it's still a good path to be on and I think during a pandemic is there really any job opportunities out there I know for a fact there's not, so it's like, that's probably the, it is a good route to go down. I, I still think uni is like, some people are saying like uni is not, not a good idea. I still think it is. Obviously it's easy to say that from the outside looking in, but. Sort of a big contribution to the reason that I actually went to uni is because of the state of the job markets in, because I wanted to do obviously account i want to be an accountant when i'm older so i was looking for an apprenticeship in it but i couldn't find one anywhere because of the old no. coronavirus thing it just sort of no, shut me down completely unfortunately like and it's not necessarily their fault but these companies just ain't gonna hire like this isn't a business podcast by the way i don't know what what quite a tangent we're going on <laughs> but um very like, they're just not gonna hire like an apprentice because it's it's more sort of it's more risky for them they can't take any risks at this point um, but Tom, speaking speaking of sort of like future aspirations, you've spoken about like rugby and whatnot. What sort of things would you want to go into like when you're old? Obviously, you're like I know you're a very good athlete. If if you guys you know don't know about Tom, you will soon because he is he is nice. Um, but like, what what sort of other avenues would you explore if rugby wasn't the one for you? I think. Um, thank you for that. Firstly, yeah, you're welcome. But, to um, <laughs> no, like. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I've spoken to you a little bit more about this, like, off-camera and stuff like that, but, I mean, last year, obviously, I was doing a sports journal course, and I didn't really think it was for me. Um, you know, I had my, my sights set on that, trying to find an apprenticeship, 
Um, so, you know, like Mike said, you know, going to uni was kind of the best option for that, and that's what drove me in that direction. Um, but I think at the moment, like, you know, something like a financial advisor in sport, or like, you know, a player agent, um, like a GM, a scout, something like that, um, is the route I'm trying to go down. Um, it's very tough. I mean, I speak about GM, like, I'll take the NBA as an example. You know, there's 30 teams in the NBA, there's 30 GM jobs, you know. There's 7 billion people in the world. I know not all of them are looking for that job, but, you know, it's tough. It's a very tough in- industry to go into. That's um, the good thing know. about even sorry to interrupt, like constantly doing this, but I'm a no, massive. No, go for it, man. But um, the good thing about aiming like as high as that is that if you if you're aiming to be like a GM or go, want to go down that route, there's other avenues you can explore along the way if it if it if it's not going in the right direction. So like like you said, a scout, um, a player agent, you know, like those those all sort of branch off with the route you want to go down to get to a GM. So like that's like. And for, I know for a fact, because you know, like, a lot of athletes, etc., um, you know sort of how the industry works, because it is like a business nowadays, like all of... Um, yeah. Um, so that's going to give you an advantage. you got sort of... you got a good combination, like, first-hand experience and, you know, everything else that goes with it, so... It certainly helps. It certainly helps. I mean, you know, the sports industry is becoming a lot more ruthless these days. Um, you know, you can't have as much fun as you kind of wanted to. Um, nah, and I'm not, I'm not speaking like I know, because I was in it for a very short amount of time, and there's, you know, some more mates and stuff like that still there, and they're doing amazing jobs of what they're currently doing, but it's tough, it's, you know, it's ruthless, it's ruthless, it will spew, it will chew you up and spit you out, no matter a doubt. I think um, there's a lot more pressure to be a role model as well, which is something, you know, is kind of different to can't think of an example but let's just say michael jordan arguably the greatest basketball player of all time lebron was here necessarily a role model is you know don't want to get into that sort of side of things but if if social media was about in that day and age i think he could be one of the most hated players out so it's like there is a lot more pressure in that in that yeah. area which is where like someone like you would come in and i think the the importance of like representatives like around a, a player or even like a team has become more important so yeah, for sure. I mean, you can you can use someone like Antonio Brown as like that example. Oh man, you know, someone with amazing, amazing talent, but off the field has numerous issues. So, you know, it's tough for someone to trust him now. And this guy's in his thirties, and he's still making the same mistakes. You know. So, yeah, I mean, even someone like even someone like James Harden, who all he likes doing is playing basketball, drinking, and women. Those are his three hobbies let's say um he gets hounded for it massively partly because of his like style and stuff but i mean the guy's not a bad guy but he's one of the most hated players like around and it's just like that's just one example of how bad it can be i think i'm pretty sure like most i mean imagine if will chamberlain have you heard the stories about him like i know i'm going way back now but like it's just how it it's just how it is like yeah i mean what in terms of like what he did with you know, Tell with women. <laughs> I mean, put that, that all the allegations around that. Like, that's the I thing. Mean, media, there was no. Okay, that's a yeah. fitting image of. <laughs> Michael, if you don't know, uh, Otto Porter Jr. looks exactly like Will Chamberlain, and Will Ch- there's allegations around um, Will Chamberlain that he had like uh, a lot of intercourse with a lot of women. Um, so right. there's rumors around. Will, um, so Porter being related to Will Chamberlain somehow, so crazy. Yeah, man. 
I've got um, a question for both of you now. NFL playoffs, what do you think of them so far? Teams remaining, who's going to win? Straight into sport here. Alf, go for it. All right, cool. So, unfortunately, I actually missed a couple of the games this, this weekend, which I was really disappointed about because I was really excited for it. I had the weekend off. Um, but it is what it is. I'll start with the... Um, oh, damn, man. What was the first weekend? The first game of the weekend? It was the Packers game, right? Uh, Pack was it Packers Rams first game? Yeah, I think Packers it was. Rams yeah. First game, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I sort of um, I watched that. I was a bit disappointed with the Rams. I don't think Aaron Donald was fully healthy. I think I mean he's a complete game changer when it comes to that. He's like he's a game wrecker. No one can stop him. Like any offense. He is moment. one of the best defensive players to ever play the game, and I will ever, not be like, otherwise. He's you could give him defensive player of the year and arguably MVP any given year. He's, he's similar to like LeBron, for example, in the NBA. In that sense, it's like. You can, you, you you look for excuses to give it to other people because he's that good. Um, and he obviously wasn't healthy. Like, I can't speak, I haven't played sports at a high level at all, but I can't imagine being a defensive tackle in the NFL and having, like, not broken ribs, but he had something to do with a rib injury and it's just getting hit every play. It's not really feasible to be effective. And unfortunately, it wasn't. I thought Jalen Ramsey dealt with Devontae Adams very well. Um, I don't know the exact stats. Um, shout out to Ibby, by the way, for lying about them. Um <laughs> But um, <laughs> um, I thought he dealt with him very well. However, the Packers' offense was really good because I think Aaron um, Aaron Rodgers, sorry, he had all day. And Aaron Jones was able to run all over them as well because of the D-line was just weakened by that injury. So I think that's where it came down to. I don't, I'm don't. i not sure Jared Goff is the answer at quarterback for the Rams. No, not um, even slightly. I feel like yeah, the Rams with a better quarterback than Jared Goff have a yeah. good shot of winning the Super Bowl. But he's so mediocre and just... Yeah, not I do great. think they need a number one weapon as well, a wide receiver. But the problem is they're in cap hell. Like they they can't afford to. They need to draft extremely well, which is where the problem is. They do have the number one um, defense in the NFL, but that's the problem. Anyway, I won't stay too long on that because there are three other games and you don't need to talk about it. Um, Bills Ravens um, only caught a bit of that. I feel really bad for Lamar Jackson. He's getting a lot of the blame again. I think. He the sort of play calling and the weapons for the Ravens. I don't know what you guys think about it, but the, the Ravens' weapons are not it for me. I think Hollywood Brown's been a bit of a disappointment. They've got a great yeah. tight end, Mark Andrews, but I don't know. The Bills, can I just say about the Bills, boys? Josh Allen, yes. top three quarterback, looks great in shorts, <laughs> massive oh, hands. Rocket arm, rocket arm. When he, when he came out of the draft, everyone thought that all he could do was throw the ball far, but look what he's done now. Oh, he's incredible. I mean, he, like, oh, I was I was one of those people that said, yeah, you know, you draft him high because he looks good in shorts, but he looks unreal in shorts, by the way. Let's not take that away from the man. But he's he's a, a great NFL player, too. Like, he, his, his accuracy has improved, like, tenfold, like, to the points where, like, I don't even think, like, Josh Allen fans, like, coming out of the draft thought he would be this good. Um, and that's just like it's crazy. Stefan Diggs is obviously a massive help, and he's got a good offensive Diggs. line. Everything goes with it. Diggs, yes. You're a big Diggs fan, Tom. Massive Diggs fan, apparently. I love Diggs. I love I love Stefan Diggs, man. Ever since he, ever since he, um, we all know the play. We, oh, we all man. know. We all know that touchdown. You know. Iconic. Since he threw his helmet and that picture, that's the coldest picture that's ever been taken. Oh ever. man! And the the post game interview where he's like crying, he walks off like man. I felt that that is that is a great <laughs> great moment. Oh, and it against, that's what I feel yeah, like every day. But I haven't done. I haven't scored a touchdown. I just want to cry. Um, is that because of how well Chelsea are doing, or 
We'll get onto that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Browns Chiefs. I'll let someone else take the cake because I've been waffling. Uh, what did you guys think about that one? So, I can have a... I didn't watch this game or a lot of it. I saw bits and bobs here and there. I saw the last quarter of it because it was very interesting. But my takes from it were... The Browns were unlucky not to come out with the win, I think, from what I saw. Because sure. Pat Mahomes got injured. He got a concussion. Still don't know if he's playing against the Bills next week. And Chad really Henney... Really, really hope he is. I hope he is. And I want Josh Allen to win the Super Bowl and MVP. And, oh, what a man. <laughs> Chad Henney made two Superman plays, though, to win the game for the Chiefs. So... Respect to that man. He is um, the definition of a Chad. I mean, the Browns. The Browns sort of got let down by the um, the touchback, which could have been a touchdown or, or first yeah. and goal at the one, um, and that was a massive hindrance. Massive um, play by Sorensen. Humongous. Think, yeah, yeah. I think it's only right that we talk. Um, we let Tom take take the uh, take the uh, focus on the Bucks Saints game because you're you're a big Tom Brady guy. Me and Mike might not be as big a fans of, of the man, and um, no, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you go on this one because we haven't really. Let you you speak. guys can. You guys can chip in. You guys can talk about it too. <laughs> I mean, you're witnessing greatness. You know, you can admit that. I'll, I'll, no, like, that. I'll, let you, I'll let you talk your talk. Nah, you know, I mean, the Bucks have got so many weapons that if they don't win a game like that, you kind of question what's going on with everything. Um, but, I mean, it wasn't even like their offense won the game for them. You know, defensively, they were actually good. But Breeze, you know, that guy's sus. And, you know, enjoy your retirement, Drew. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, <laughs> nah, but, um... I don't know if you've been calling uh, Drew Breeze sus as a big Brady fan. As he yeah, does. Yo, no, no, look, look, you know. Family show. What Brady does... <laughs> Is his, you know, in his spare time, is, is his, you know, business. He lingered. He, he lingered. Um, <laughs> That's the phrase <laughs> anyway, I'll use. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, like Brady had great field position pretty much all game because, like, they were just turning the ball, they were turning Breeze over, over and over again. Devin White was unreal. I wanted the Giants to draft him a few years ago. I think he went at number five. We drafted at six. And, I mean, he's just, like, he's such a good linebacker. I love. I think like a middle linebacker who can cover, who can hit, who's quick is like sort of my favorite like type of player, and he's just so good. Um, Antoine Winfield as well, a rookie. Um, I think they took him in the second round of safety. Yeah. He's, he's so good. I, I love watching him play. Um, the Bucks have got some really fun players, man. They're a really good team to watch. They're playing against. I guess we can go on to predictions now. Mm. What's everyone thinking? Is Bucks uh, Packers, and is Bills Chiefs? We'll, we'll we'll speak like with the assumption that. Um, Patrick Mahomes is playing because I think we can all agree if he's not playing the Bills win. they don't have a chance yeah 100% I can give my two pence on both of them first and I can hear you too what you have to say afterwards so I think that the Bills are going to do the Chiefs very 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 controversial that but I, I don't know I just feel like I, I'm such a massive Josh Allen fanboy that he's, he's going he's to get the business done and then Packers and Bucks, as much as I hate to admit it, and after me saying two seasons ago, Aaron Rodgers is washed up. Oof. He's now come back to have like the best season of his life sort of thing. Well, not the best he's ever had, but like he's playing... Un- Arguably, I mean, he's... He's playing unbelievable. So I think the Packers will win that. I don't have much faith in Brady because, you know, he kisses his kids and whatnot. 
<laughs> we just want to make it. We just want to make it very clear. This is a family show, and I just want to build on his point by saying he kisses the kids on the mouth. Um, Tom, what do you think about um, <laughs> what do you think about next week's games? <laughs> um, nah, I mean the, the Bills Chiefs game. If Mahomes plays, is a very interesting game. Um, I don't, you know, um, I'll admit I don't know the most about the NFL, but I mean. I have to pick the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs will still be favourites um, if he if Mahomes does play. But like you man have said, you know, if if Chad if Chad Henney plays, then that that game's done out. But Bucks Packers, you already know who I'ma take. Ah uh, yeah yeah of course, of course. You already know who I'ma take. I mean yeah, people will be talking about oh Lambo is cold or oh, it's cold in Wisconsin. It's gonna snow. Oh, it's freezing. Yeah, Brady done all of that. He's done all of that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's there's no way he loses. There's no way he's he's going for number seven. You're on record right now. I like it. hundred percent. I like it. I like it. I'm going on just because I have a bet on it. Playoffs, but we're we're cool with that. It's alright. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, me personally, I really hope Mahomes plays because Bills, Bills Chiefs could be like an absolute um, like like um touchdown fest like so many points um and that's what i'm hoping for i think we've sort of i don't know i want to ask you guys opinion on this before i get my predictions there's always this cliche that um defense wins championships and i completely disagree with that especially in today's nfl i don't know if it, I, sometimes it applies to some sports i think in nfl it's complete rubbish nowadays like obviously it helps but Look at the look at the quarterbacks. Look at the offense. Look at its its, it's weapons. I'll the say, Chiefs don't have an elite defense. They're arguably the favorites. If you've got a weapon like Tyreek Hill, who's as fast as he is, and you've got Pat Mahomes, you can throw the ball seven thousand yards. There's not really a lot you can do. Travis Kelsey through the middle as well. Like, I think better offense just beats better defense nine times out of ten. I'm 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 a boy. Well, what about you, Tom? Ah. Uh. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think it's a little bit of a myth. Yeah, I'm. I'm I, I think it's yeah, a little bit of a myth in, in the modern NFL. It's a myth that you know defense can win you championships. I mean, offense. If you've got offense that clicks like that, you know, the game can run away. Because if you can't score, if you don't have an offense that can potentially go out and score thirty in the playoffs, I don't think you're gonna do. You ain't gonna go far. I think mean, it's, it's arguably it's arguably the um the top four quarterbacks left. If you, I mean, Russell Wilson, you know, we can go into that. I think he sort of had a drop off. I think it's the top four quarterbacks left in the league, along with um, I mean, if you look at the receiving talent, you have got Stephon Diggs there, but Devontae Adams there, Tyreek Hill, um, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown. These are all elite receivers, like, and they've all got great offensive lines. If you look at the defensive talent, yeah, there's some great players there, but. There's no real world beaters, is there? I think it's, it's it's become a myth. And what I don't understand is people say, oh, yeah, well, offense will win you games, but defense will win you championships. I've never seen someone win a championship without winning a game before. So, <laughs> like, I don't, that doesn't add up to me. I don't know. I'm not a math guy. But To be fair to you, though, think about it. Aaron Donald didn't play in that game against the Packers, and this it was 18-32 or 32-18 to the Packers. But, if Aaron Donald I mean, plays in that game, do you think that he changes it completely? He changes the game. I do, 
But I mean, Jalen Ramsey, in, in my opinion, like if there's any Packers fan fans listening, I know there'll be one if he's a if he's a real supporter of um of us. I think Jalen Ramsey pretty much shut down Devontae Adams, and it didn't matter. They scored 32 points because there's there's ways to be creative on offense now that can that can just as you can shut down an offensive player, you can actually eliminate an offensive player from the game. Hmm. Um, and yeah, anyway, I'll I'll quickly wrap up on what I think is going to happen next week. If Mahomes is is playing, I'm going to go with him. I'm a massive Mahomes fan. I think it's going to be a. I think he's going to have got that playoff experience now, two years in a row. And I think um, obviously Josh Allen's a great player, but I just think with their weapons are slightly better, their quarterback is slightly better. I think they're gonna they're gonna edge it. And then Tom, I've got Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beating the Green Bay Packers. That's a surprise. I've I've got I've got uh, listen. They they beat um the Packers in the regular season like quite badly. <laughs> if they don't get if if they don't get to Tom Brady, if the if the if they if they can't um get Tom Brady because the way you beat Tom Brady is pressure whether that's up the middle from the edge whatever. Like you need to you need to pressure him early and often. And I know it's like a cliche and you oh you can say that about any quarterback, but you look at where he's failed before. Um, in the in the playoffs, Eagles and Giants twice. What do they all have in common? Uh, Brandon Graham, Justin Tuck, JPP, uh, Michael Strahan, OCU Manura. I'm sure there's some Fletcher Cox for the Eagles. Like they're all. You you get to Tom Brady. You you rush him. You get him off like his sort of uh, his game straight away. And then, can the Packers do that? They have some good players. I'm not convinced they have that level of player, that level of like that amount of pass rushes to really put him off his game. And I just think he's going to want that number seven so badly. You're hearing all this talk about how Aaron Rodgers has been the MVP of the league. Tom Brady's the type of guy I say that personally. And I put that along with the the Bucks defense, which is on fire. Like I think, think they could, it could be an upset. You know, very well. Mm. Should we should we um get on to some some football, some Premier League. Some Premier just League. quickly, before we go on to football, I've just seen a notification come through my phone that the Seahawks are going to speak with Adam Gaze. Oh, you, not about head coach? No, no, uh, offensive coordinator. Okay, I mean... I don't know what I think of that, really. I, I, the thing I don't understand is... Yeah, well, I, 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 this is, we're not experts, but I think if a coach is bad... Um, and I know Peyton Manning says a lot of good things about Adam Gase. If a coach is bad, they're usually bad in whatever role they are. Um, Jason Garrett is a prime example of that. He's a bad head coach, but people are like, well, he might be a good offensive coordinator. Guess what? He was bad. Yeah, but he claps so, a lot, so it's all right. Yeah, man. He's clapping more than uh, Wilt Chamberlain back in the day. But it's, it, the, the point is, he wasn't a good, <laughs> he wasn't a good offensive coordinator. I, I wonder about Adam Gase. I think he's been a horrific head coach, with all due respect to him, which isn't much because he's been a horrific head coach. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I'm not sure about that. I, I'm free my guy Russell Wilson. He's he's yeah. stuck behind the work, atrocious offensive line. Oh my god, <laughs> me and Mike, you put five Eric Flowers out there to do a better job, and put me at uh, left tackle. Yeah, but you're really good in the trenches. We've discussed this already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. I'm uh, no. Um, anyway, on to football. Um, should we all talk about our our um our teams and what's going on? And obviously, we'll talk about the biggest game, which should take about five seconds because the game was fucking terrible. Uh, Mike, do you want to start with Southampton? I can start with Southampton. 
the, this year I am buzzing with how well it's been going. I'm not going to lie. Until recent, until recently, we've had a cracking season. We're still having a great season, to be fair. We're just we're missing Danny Ings um, against Leicester. Was you can tell that that was a big miss. Yeah, we just sort and of I think need him. Leicester are a very good team, by the way. Brendan yeah. Rodgers is. He doesn't get mentioned enough as like an, a, a top coach. Um, he's he's up there for me. I mean, what he's done with Leicester, the way he's just able to chop and change. I mean, the way he's been able to replace guys over and over. I mean, this is sort of what Leicester have done. But he's got guys like James Justin coming in. Um, the left back, the Belgian left back, what's his name? Someone, Kostan. please. Kostan, yeah, yeah. Yuri Tiedemann um, to the middle of the park, unbelievably underrated. That he is a baller. Yeah. They're, they're an unreal team, man. Wilfred and Didi's one of the best defensive midfielders in the world. Like, There's no shame in Southampton losing that game for me, even though they have had a great season. I mean, Hassan Hootel's an amazing coach. He's um, unbelievable. We beat Liverpool 1-0 the, the week before as well, or like two weeks before. That's unbelievable. Ruined my bet, by the way. So, Klopp, uh, run, uh, cut me the check, please. Cut you the check um, for your ruined... Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, I'm... I'm sorry he's listening <laughs> He has to be. There's no way he doesn't listen to this. I, I'm Tom. not hoping for Europa, but I'm hoping that we'll finish top half of the table. That's I think the... Europa is a realistic is a realistic target. I mean, you could go far in a cup competition as well, which could get could get you in there. Tom, I'm going to leave you to last because your team hasn't played yet. And my team is also last out of all of us, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the intention, but we're actually going in table order. Um, oh, we're not actually. I mean, Chelsea are above Southampton, though. Well, Chelsea are above Southampton. Oh, man. The dizzy, the dizzy heights of, what is it, fucking seventh? Wow. Seventh. Well done, that part. Getting a nosebleed. Um, anyway. <laughs> Listen, we, we beat Fulham. Fair play. The three points is three points. Um, <laughs> in the same way that if you go on a night out and you're looking to pull, uh, uh, you know, no, I won't go into that, that avenue. Um, Listen, we weren't good. We were bad. Um, Mason Mount scored a great goal. He's definitely the the best player on the pitch for me. Um, he gets a lot of stick because he's Lampard's son and he'll play him like every game. But it's not <laughs> Mount's fault that he's been played out of position and been played every game. I think Mount's a great player. Um, Hudson Odoi needs to play. I d- yeah. don't understand quite why he hasn't played at all. Um, for me, if he was playing in the Bundesliga right now, we'd be talking to him, talking about him in a similar way that we were about Jaden Sancho this summer, if not better. But again, that's a bit controversial. Maybe my bias is coming in, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm worried about Lampard. I don't think he's the guy. I want him to be the guy because he was like my favourite player growing up. Um, I remember on my eighth birthday, I went to Stamford Bridge. He scored a last-minute winner against Stoke. Little little eight-year-old Greg Nam giving it limbs in the stands. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's a bit sad because, it, you know, what is it? Um 12 years later he was beaten Fulham 1-0 which is a good thing but it was it was ugly we didn't play well Mason Mount was pretty much the only good player until um until Callum Hudson-Odoi came on and it's just a bit and a 10 man Fulham by the way which which is disappointing can I just um, ask your opinions on Timo Werner I, I'm glad you asked that because you know my opinions on Timo Werner um <laughs> I say this with all due respect he's the worst footballer I've ever seen Michael um the guy can't control a football um which is which is bad He's a striker slash, you know, inside forward. Forward, sorry. Pardon my, I'm getting a bit heated here. He can't finish. Um, he, he was sold as this guy who has great movement. He sort of runs towards where the player's running when there's like a counter-attack, which is counterproductive. Um, he's he's not good. I want him to be good. He's not, unfortunately. Um, Kai Havertz got a lot of stick. 
um, understandably. He's not been but great. He hasn't he hasn't been as bad as Timo Werner. But then again, no one in the history of football has. So that's my that's my take. Would you rather Morata when he signed or Timo Werner? That's the question. Ooh. Oh my god! Uh, it's like ooh. you may as well have asked who would you rather you know date my mother, you or Tom? Because that's a that's a difficult question. Um, <laughs> I'll say I'll say this about Werner: he has one elite skill, and that's his pace. Um, it's it's tough. Can you ask me in like three months, please? Yeah, Morata mate. was horrible i think the problem with us is we keep signing great like well so-called great prospects with weak mentalities the one striker that's really succeeded at chelsea along with a few other ones here and there is diego costa who's just like an absolute beast in terms of mentality and i think you see with like tammy abraham and olivier Giroud, even though they're not elite strikers by any stretch of imagination in my opinion i think some people rate Giroud very highly but um they their mentality is like um, we're gonna we're gonna fucking score we're alarmed going to do my best to play for this club regardless and that's um it's very different to, to guys like Timo Werner Fernando Torres when he joined um Morata I, I wasn't planning to talk about Morata today I'm very I'm very sad now because that guy was bad sorry about um, that mate I've really that's all right. enough, Debbie enough about Chelsea though because I've I waffled for far too long um what are your predictions for the Arsenal game tonight Tom because is actually kicking off in six minutes, and uh, the lineups no, no. are out. Like, what do you think about them? No, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, because I mean, the best Karen striker Karen. on the pitch is Callum Wilson. Um, Whoa! Put some respect on Andy Carroll's name. <laughs> I, I don't even, actually. You know what? You know what? If Andy Carroll's playing, he's got you know he's got a cave. No, actually, but, he is. But he is playing. <laughs> I don't quite know what formation Steve Bruce has gone for, by the way, because he's playing Joe Linton. Why is Joe Linton being listed in midfield? What the... Well, yeah, he's obviously not playing in midfield, but is he going? He's just going ultra attacking. It seems like because he's got uh, Miguel Almiron, um, Santi Munez, uh, regen there, um, and Joe <laughs> Linton in the list as the four midfielders. It's obviously not a four. I think two. it's a four triple two. He's playing here with Longstaff and John Joe sitting further back with Joe Linton and Almiron. Is he, is he going big brain with Andy Carroll at number 10? All right, anyway, we'll talk about <laughs> Arsenal because Tom's, Tom's an Arsenal yeah. fan. What do you think about the lineup? Uh, if I was an Arsenal fan, I'd be pretty excited about that based on some of the players starting. I mean, it's it's all right. I mean, I can't say too much. I mean, Willian's on the bench, which is... Hallelujah, you know, by the way. No, it's not hallelujah. He shouldn't even be in the team. Um, <laughs> That guy has to be. You talk about Werner being the worst player you've ever seen. He is the worst player. The worst. Player one thing about one thing about Willian, and I, I was trying to tell people for so long how bad this guy was. Tom knew. Um, I don't know what Mike's opinion was, but so many guys were telling me, "Oh, he's, he's one of your best players. You're gonna." Not true. The guy will play well twice a season. So you've still got one good game left, Tom. So that's a good thing. Um, It'll probably be against us. But um Where's his where's his good game been? What Fulham? Fulham. Hey. I to be fair, Chelsea <laughs> couldn't play against Fulham, so so if Willian yeah. can then if he's if we have Willian. But I think I mean Smith Rowe, Partey, Saka, that's gotta be exciting. Yeah, I mean look, the the future in terms of you know, the youth that we've got at the moment is very bright. I mean Besides maybe Enketio the jury's kinda out on him, you know, I'd love for us to keep Balogun. He looks he looks great. But 
yeah. you know, you need Arsenal have a case of gassing up youngsters and then, then turning into nothing or selling them really early and then turning into like, you know, world beaters. Nabri, Daniel Marlon, Ren Adelaide seems to be doing all right as well. Yeah, uh, Benesa, the quite sure is now. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, the future's a little, you know, the future's bright. The kids look okay. The kids look good. Um, but I mean, I can't afford to be too reactionary anyways. I mean, we're 11th, you know, I have to be realistic. Uh, this has been the most diabolical season I've ever watched. Um, I don't blame Arteta at all, if I'm honest. Not n- not at all. I do blame him. Really? You know. Yeah, I was going to ask you your opinion on Arteta because, listen, I, I always said from the start, like, we told me and you to speak about football quite a lot. Um, I thought this guy was sort of getting away with quite a lot just because he's, like, got that sort of tactical background in terms of working with Pep. Yeah. I mean, you can have a whole other conversation about what Pep's, He's you know, a bold fraud. Whatever. Yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of those is definitely true. I think both of them are. Um, but I always thought... In terms of um, his comparison to Lampard and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, like he was always getting like a good like, you know, oh man, this guy, you got to trust the process with him. But it was always mm. Lampard out and Ole out. Um, and even though I agree, it doesn't really apply to Lampard because I really don't think he's doing a good job at Chelsea. But if you look at the job Ole's doing, I know he has a better squad, etc. But now people are sort of turning to t- t- not turn on Arteta. I think there's still quite a lot of loyalty with within the fan base at Arsenal, but. People are starting to recognise, yeah, this guy's got a long way to go in terms of being a top coach. Yeah, I mean, you know, and it translates through the club. We're handing out interns to key positions, you know. I mean, this is their first job in the senior club role. You know, Edu, yeah, he did a little bit with Brazil and stuff like that. But, you know, that's his first proper role as a director of football. You know, in charge of numerous different things. Arteta the same. First you know, proper role in football as a head coach slash manager. Um, so, you know, I mean, they're learning on the job. It's like work experience for them, uh, which is annoying because, you know, I know we don't have the squad and, you know, although on paper it doesn't look too bad, um, performance-wise it's been awful. Um, you know, it's, you, you know, it's just been... You calibre, I think. That's just what Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. in terms of a club of our stature, Although we've dropped off in, you know, we dropped off a lot in recent years. Um, you know, we shouldn't be 11th, is, is the summary. We shouldn't. Um, but you speak about Oli and stuff, and I mean, I don't necessarily rate him myself, no. but when you're top of the league, and, and there's I'll no just excuses. Say, we won't speak too long about the United-Liverpool game, because it was just a very boring game. I think United should have won. They should have taken their chances. Rashford would have fed Cavani if he was 20 years younger. But um, we, it's a joke. Um, <laughs> um, but I, I just want to say, Oli got his spot on. He's he's messed up a lot of big games, but in terms of that game, he put in Lindelof for Bayi, and a lot of people were saying, "What's he doing with that?" Um, he played Pogba in sort of a wide role. Um, I think Oli got his spot on in terms of tactics. He had um, Liverpool on the counter attack on the ropes for ages. I think, yeah. even though it's a good result for United, I think they could look back at that and say. Man, we should have won that because that could that could be the difference between them winning the title and them not. What do, do you guys think? Do you think uh, United have a chance to challenge for the title this year, like a big they chance? Do. Or they do, man. They're, like they're three, listen, they're three points clear at the top. I think City have a game in hand, but listen, it's first of all, it's anyone's game. Like Chelsea have been diabolical in the last sort of month or so, but we're five points off Liverpool. 
and we're only a few points like the, the season is crazy and that's why I don't want to be too critical with like well I have been too critical I just called Timo Werner the worst footballer of all time but the point is <laughs> the, the season's crazy anyone can I think anyone out of City um, United and Liverpool can win it I'm not counting Liverpool out they'll still be my favourite it's just because of their credentials right and who Klopp is but United can 100% win it man For me, Spurs what have not got a chance or no that's Spurs next question please <laughs> I think, like, look, United are not as bad as everyone thinks or as everyone makes it out to be. Um, they're performing well, um, you know, and, and that's all you can really ask for. I mean, they're surprising me. I thought United would have been, you know, fairly meh this season, fairly mid, but, you know, they've been, they've been doing the most. Top of the league, I mean, it surprised me as much as anyone, but they, they have a chance, They've gone under the radar as well, man. Under the radar, and that's the best way to do it. 100%. I mean, like, you know, Liverpool, City, you know, who, in my eyes, are the only two other challengers. Um, You know, they've been very inconsistent. I mean, Liverpool's front three, as of recent, has been, you know, it's been incredibly wasteful. Um, And, you know, it's not been up to their standards, you know, of their world-class standards, in quotation marks. Um, Shots fired. Well, Firmino, defensive striker, but you know, anyway. Um, Firmino I mean, does challenge Timo Werner for the worst footballer of all time. Uh, like, I'm going to say this for Firmino, right? I'm a big Firmino fan. In his prime, he was unreal, okay? He was actually, he was a massive reason. You notice how since Firmino hasn't been playing well, um, Salah and Mane have dropped off. Yes. At least no, Firmino's not been playing well for two years. Not for, not for two years, bro. He was class in uh, the first half of eight, um, their title-winning season and 18-19, he was unreal. I mean... For, for if, me, I'm a big fan of that sort of type of player, so I'm biased. No, but. I feel you. I feel you. He, he doesn't contribute as a striker should, maybe, as, well, as you know, your main striker, but the yeah, system no. they play doesn't allow him to do that. Yeah, and I, at the moment, like he's just been bad. Like There's no two ways about it, but I do think Salah and Mane are the... It's almost like a four-three-one-two they play in some in, in some aspects because sometimes Salah and Mane like sort of like come in and then Firmino is dropping deeper. It, I mean, listen, it's a very fluid system, but you know what I mean in terms of that. Like Mane and Salah are almost the pro, like designed to be the main goal scorers. Anyway, um, Mike, can we talk about some some NBA because there's been a big uh, some big events this week. I know you're not free into it, but it is it is worth talking about because there's been one bigger. Uh, one big thing. The uh, main thing that I know about the NBA, the oh, what am I about? The NBA is that uh, James Harden loves a turnover. He loves a turnover, but he also loves being um, the best passer in the NBA. So that's my opinion. Um, nah, listen. What I was going to say is the, the the Knicks beat the uh, Celtics by thirty, but I guess we'll talk about the James Harden trade. Um, <laughs> Did they? Um, me personally, he's my favourite player, so I'm not going to criticise him in, in terms of that. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, he's my favourite player. I'm excited for him to have a chance to, to potentially win a ring. I thought I watched his debut game. Um, he was unbelievable. He had a lot of turnovers. I think he also had 15 assists. Um, you could tell in the first half he was really just trying to get everybody involved and sort of force passes. In in second half, he let the game come to him more, and that that partnership between him and KD is going to be unbelievable. James Harden's never played with a guy as good as that since he played with KD, and we know the difference between James Harden now 
and James Harden then. So I'm I'm so excited, honestly. I think he's got the best court vision in the NBA. Some of the passes he pulls off is just I don't see anyone else really doing that. Um, and then he it, where you, you put him in a situation where he doesn't have to score 40 every night or he doesn't feel like he has to, so he doesn't force up like shots and stuff. Come playoff time, that's going to take the pressure off him massively. And it's also going to help him with fatigue and stuff, which I think has played a part along with, you know, him just not showing up in the playoffs. But I'm, I'm excited for it. What about you guys? Well, I'm a Timberwolves fan, so, you know, I'm, I don't really know why. That's the reason I stopped sort of following it because <laughs> of how bad they were when I was watching. I was like, this is atrocious. I need to get out of this sport whilst I can. But What's, what's your opinion on Harden, though, in general? But like, And just whether the Nets have a chance to, to win, to A, get to the finals and B, win it, because he gets a lot of criticism, like, I think me and Tom are the, the the only ones who really give him his respect he deserves. I mean, obviously, I'm going to say that, but what, what's your opinion on that? Do you not think that the Lakers will have the Nets? I do th- I do think so, yeah. I think the Nets I can. Yeah, I would say, yeah. I think LeBron and AD is just the best juror in the league, regardless of who you pair. Unless you're pairing KD with... I don't know. I, th- I think now, even like... I mean, me personally... It's a bit of a controversial one, but you could potentially be seeing the top four players um, in all of the top four players, in my opinion, in the NBA Finals. So, um, but I think AD and LeBron, I mean, that's that's crazy. That's that's unstoppable. Both ends of the floor. Um, and then they got the players they got around them is 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 quality as well, which is where the Nets do lack. I mean, they've traded away a lot of pieces, and defensively, I don't think they're going to be top ten, which is sort of the minimum you need to be like around that that sort of area as we all know defense wins championships so yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Tom what about you oh, I'd agree I mean I think like you said the depth I mean Brooklyn really ain't got that much depth um, I mean I'm pretty sure Dan Whitty's out for the rest of the year I might be right saying that I'm not sure I think it's, it's an ACL tear I think yeah I, I, yeah, don't, which wanna, is... I don't want to quote you know but I think I think he might be, which is a big loss because he's a good player. Yeah, it's a huge loss, and you know, I mean, he he can give you you know twenty odd off the bench, uh, yeah. which is incredibly valuable. But I mean, off the bench they got, I mean, Landry Shamet, who's I, you know, they got, um, T T L T L C Tim whatever his name is, yeah, you know, Carrothead or whatever his name is, Carrothead, but. You know, he they they ain't got the depth to match up, and I really don't know who's going to be able to. I mean, you can guard LeBron, but you know, I don't know who on that team is going to guard AD. You know, whether AD plays at the four or the five, it doesn't matter. I'm not sure who's going to. If AD plays at the four, which is preferred position, then you've either got a stick. Um, if you put DeAndre Jordan on him, then Montres Harrell is in the paint. Um, with, I don't know, exactly. probably a guy like James Harden trying to guard him because he does, you know, guard big men quite a lot. And that's just not going to be consistent enough to work, in my opinion. But I think the Nets going to go far. I'm really interested to see how, how it works with Kyrie Irving. I think that could be... I really hope for their sake it's a... It's a... Um, it's a positive influence. I just wonder how, mm-hmm. how the ball movement is going to work. I personally think Kyrie should play off-ball more. I think one of James Harden's in fact, I'd argue James Harden's biggest weakness is actually off-ball offense um, and off-ball defense rather than on-ball. On he's pretty much solid in every area. I think he's a very good defender on the ball. Um, 
very good at strong. He's a good defender on the ball. Um, but off ball, he just sort of falls asleep. He don't really fancy it. He's just thinking of going to uh, whatever the strip clubs are in Atlanta and just buying little babies some, some you know, stuff. <laughs> and that's just fair enough. We all think of that sometimes. So, but no, I'm excited to watch them. They play the Bucks tonight. I'm going to try and stay up and watch it. Cause, um, I have, I mean, I have a hot take. I don't necessarily ahead. think that the Nets are going to come out of the East. Okay, I know I could see it, but I just who who do you think would go over them? In my in my opinion, I think Boston. Boston. That, I so think the Celtics. So what I if mean, the Knicks play? They just got clapped by thirty points, by the Yo yo, look. <laughs> the Knicks the out. Knicks can go off on any given night. I mean, <laughs> you, know, you told me not to bet on the Knicks, and the Knicks beat yeah, the Knicks beat the, the Magic. I mean, lost, bro. don't don't do this. This is you know, true. Then the Knicks is good. I mean, they, yeah, but you know, well, I mean, Julius I mean, Randle had seventeen rebounds. Damn. Um, RJ Barrett's coming into his own. I mean, I'm excited for the Knicks just just because they've got some good young pieces along with some some guys that are just for real. And I mean, I mean, the Knicks it's, got like some good guys coming off the bench as well. I mean, you know, Burks Burks ain't playing. I think he might be injured or something. Um, he's injured, but he was averaging twenty. Yeah, I mean, you know, you've got Topping, Knox, uh, Nolan's Noel, um, your boy, Emmanuel Quickly. Oh, the Q got some. My guy. Um, who's, who's the guy who was in Houston last year? Um, What's happened to Mitchell Robinson? Austin Rivers is a good player. Um, yeah, Mike, you got... do you want to talk about the Timberwolves a little bit? I know you haven't been following too much. I don't want to give a shout out to. He's not listening, by the way. Carl Towns, what a tough year he's had, by the way, and he's just caught Fair. COVID. I'm praying for that guy. I don't, I'm not religious, but if I was, I would be praying for that guy because he's That's he's gone through. Prayers up for Kate. Prayers up for Kat. Because that man, I mean, he's such a good player. Um, you can forget how good he is because it's not really a centers league anymore. And he, the stuff he said was just like heartbreaking from a personal standpoint. Saying mm-hmm. that that you know that Carl Towns you knew died with when, when you know when his family members did. Not to get too serious, but I mean that is that's. You know, I just wanted to mention that. Yeah, anyway, Mike, the Timberwolves, what's your, what's your take? Oh, I don't know, man. Like, from what I gather from what I've heard about basketball recently, the Timberwolves are pretty atrocious. Towns is, like, the only good piece. And maybe Wiggins, if he's not, like, flying about. No, on the Warriors. He's on the Warriors. But... Oh, well there, well, there we go. That shows you how much I know about basketball, like... <laughs> That's all right. We're gonna get. We're gonna, listen. We're not experts. So me and me and Tom are talking. You know, we're two eloquent people. So we sound like we know what we're talking about. But in in right. a month, when all of this shit goes to you know all of the predictions we made are not you know coming to life, you'll know we're not experts. We just like talking about stuff. Um, that's why it's called have a day off because we're gonna have some takes where you're gonna be like, just have a day off, man. You're an idiot. Um, some hot takes. Nah. Yeah, that's it, man. And um, anyway. I think we should we should probably wrap it up on the sports front because we have spoke. It's been a pretty sports heavy podcast. Um, yeah. Mike, do you want to talk about what sort of can, that people can expect in the future if they are listening to this? Um, and you know what what sort of what's what's moving forward for us? So there's a few things moving forward that we can that people can look forward to. One of them being, hopefully, we're going to get a YouTube channel up and running, a Twitter account, and an Instagram account. Um, we'll sure. try and get cameras for the next podcast so that we can have videos of us and we can show stuff off if we need to. And Absolutely. these podcasts will be weekly, hopefully. 
on either the Monday or the Tuesday is when we'll yeah, record were, them. We'll probably release them later. Sorry to interrupt, Mike. We'll probably release them um, later in the week, probably like a Wednesday. But Yeah, just got to have some time to edit them and turn around. Sure. So, yeah, that's what to expect in the future. We'll have different topics. Topics? What am I on about? Different topics uh, in different podcasts. So there could be specific a podcast about, say, n- stories from Nights Out, stories from our childhoods, you know, just the general stuff that like people can listen to and relate to. So it's, I feel like it's and just, some very exciting special guests, by the way, coming up, man. This is going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. I mean, some of the people I know who are, who are killing it in, in Wickham, some of my closest friends who are just like doing unreal things. Um, doing their bit. I won't, I won't, yeah. I won't say uh shout out to Spike Lee, by the way, a best photographer out there. Shout out to MC Franco. No, no, no clues, but yeah. Um, and then Michael knows a guy very well, who's going to be a great guest. Um, uh, listen, I don't want to. If I say it, it's going to give him away. But he, uh, you know, yeah, he's a he's a he's a decent bloke. We'll, we'll just guy. say Chelsea that. Fan as well. So we've had a couple of scuffs on Twitter. I've been trying to tell him Timo Van is awful. He doesn't want to hear it. Anyway, Tom, um, you also know some people who are potential guests. I mean, you're you've come from like an athletic background. You know, guys who who are really going far at the moment. So there's potential for those those sort of people to come on as well. For sure. For sure. I'm excited, man. I mean, I'm really excited. It's been a lot of fun. I've I've been I've been speaking over Mike way too much, so I'm gonna let Mike sort of close this one out. No, mate, it's absolutely fine. It's just you know, we just go with the flow. It's, I'm I'm more than happy for you to take the reins whenever you need to. But I feel like this is this is a podcast that is the three of us having fun and just speaking to each other about stuff that we're thinking about. So casual vibes, casual sure. vibes, exactly. So this one was very mm-hmm. sports heavy, as said, but. That's because we're explaining our teams and why we support them and how well they're doing at the moment. Other ones that's won't be... Apart from the personalities, really. I mean, I haven't, I've got nothing else going for me. Apart from the gym, but that's close. So, like, so you've lost a part of your personality. Fear of women is all I've got going for me at the moment, and that's just uh, it's another, a whole other topic. Stay tuned for next week, women. <laughs> and the crippling fear we all have of them. Not Tom. No, not Tom. Aye, stop, stop. No, <laughs> no bro, I'm backing you. This is good. It's not stop. good to have a <laughs> yeah, stop, stop, because you don't know who's going to be watching this. Oh, all right, it's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's worried. He's nicked. Oh, uh, Mike, can we? Uh, we might have to clip some of this stuff up and put it put out. No, keep it, keep it. We can and do. He can snip some of the stuff and slap out a promo. We'll just have to wait and see. Um, One more thing I want to talk about before we go. This is just a little five-minute thing. It's music that we've been listening to recently. I just want to, you know, get some vibes out there. Let people know if they need something to listen to in the shower or whatever. (laughs) No? That's how you get down? All right, cool. Um, I'll let let you guys start. Go on, Tom. You You can take the reins for this one. Take the lead. I mean, I've just been, I've lost my AirPods, so I mean, oh, I have no way of listening to music unless it's just straight out of my phone, um, so I'm, I'm a bozo for that, but um, I mean, I've just been listening to, you know, the classic um, Pop Smoke, Meek Mill, stuff like that, um, you know, Tor- Tory Lane. NBA young boy, you know, I know he's not everyone's biggest fan, but I'm a young boy fan, you know. He gets a lot of hate because he's got like seventeen kids at the age twelve, but honestly, he's got some good music out there. He's yeah, exactly, you know. And you know, I fuck with his music and stuff like that. I don't necessarily fuck with him, but I do low key, I just can't say it. Um 
you know, he a bad person, but it's all good. We all make mistakes. Um, but no, you know, I'm, my music doesn't, you know, I'm trying to discover a lot of new things. You know, a lot of my boys trying to put me onto different type of stuff. I'm gonna put you um, on. Yeah, I mean, no, you put me onto Frank Ocean a little bit. Um, so I can't, I can't say nothing about that. But yeah, uh, what about you, boys? Um. So I, my music taste is pretty standard. To be fair, like I'll listen to, I listen to shed loads of DBE, D Block Europe. You know, oh, bangers. Bangers everywhere. And just a quick thing about NBA Youngboy. I remember, I think it was like two years ago, Alf, you were like to me, <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne's mum listens to NBA Youngboy or something along those <laughs> lines. That you were just like, it's been so just was your mum. You know what it was? Um, it was the World Cup semi final. Eden Hazard put on a masterclass against France, and um, Kevin De Bruyne was nowhere to be seen. So the insult I decided to go with was that at this point, I wasn't listening to Youngboy. Um, I just said his mum listens to the NBA Youngboy, and that's just how I felt at the time. And little did I know, a few months later, I had become the villain. So that's that's the back the backstory to that. Mm. And I also I've got a soft spot for I don't know what you'd call it if it's like punk rock or whatever, but I'm Machine Gun Kelly's new album that he released, Tickets to My Downfall, I believe it's called, is unbelievable. Every song in that is I'm just I listen to it all the time, just when I'm like just vibing by myself and stuff. I'm glad you said that because I need to branch out more. I've been listening to very similar artists all the time. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Isaiah Rashad, or I don't know how you pronounce I it in a not. sort of British one, but he's he's signed to the same label as uh, Kendrick Lamar. He is an unreal rapper. He's my favorite rapper. Like maybe he's he's up there with the best. Like um, go listen to anyone listening. Please go listen to Sylvia Demo and the Sun's Tirade. Two great projects. Like, honestly. Anyone who knows me who like listens to Isaiah Rashad, I'll just go on about it for ages because I know they listen to him. I'll be like, oh, have you heard this? It'll be some random snippet from 2001. And it's just like, he, yeah, he's been unreal. So I've been listening to a lot of that. Um, he did a, he did a um, freestyle of a Take A, The Race. You lot must know that beat. Yeah. That's a yeah, TikTok and then, He's literally the only person I've ever um, heard like sound good over that. Not sound good, but like rap well over that beat. So that's pretty cool. Um, what else have I listened to? A lot of Frank Ocean. I'm, I'm a bit of a... By the way, Giveon. If you lot don't listen to Giveon, I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name. He's got some unreal songs. He's sort of like a, a soulful like R&B type guy. And he's just... He's an unreal artist. Um, Brent Fires, is that how you pronounce his name? Bit, yeah, that's a bit of me. Then listen to that. Um, Can I just yeah, add quickly? I am one of the biggest AJ Tracy fanboys, right? But his new album, I was not a massive fan of. There was one or two songs there that I liked. His album just called AJ Tracy was unbelievable. Every, You know, my Spotify wrap-up for that year, four of the top six songs were all from that album. Like, that just shows how much I, I listened to. Oh, unbelievable. Well, you know what? We should. That's a good shout, Mike. We should go for our top five artists um, last year. Tom, do you want to start? I'm sure you know yours. Top five artists. Um, no, as in, as in I mean, like, on your Spotify rap to Apple Music rap to whatever. Oh, 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 oh. Um, I mean, number one was Drake, and that was by a long, long way because you know that was that was Sad Boy Hours last year. Um, I appreciate you know, that. You, you go through some stuff, and you know you listen to From Time, um, seven hundred eighteen times a year. Um, I don't know how I did that, but you know that must be a world record. Um, that was the Janelle Eco, by the way, if you want to uh, hit me up oh. on 
Facts, I'm sure she's facts. listening. Facts. Great, great facts. friend of the podcast. <laughs> I can't remember who my other four were, actually. I'm trying to find it. I've got yeah, mine. Me. I've got my top you know five what? here. So number one was DBE. I was in the top 1% of D-Block Europe listeners last year, you know. Need to perform my birthday party for that, they do. I've been wow. repping. That's, that's um, and then second is Ian Dior, actually. Oh, I love Ian Dior. Oh, I listen yeah. to shed loads of Ian Dior. Third was Dave. You know, it's, it's Dave. You know, he's just, he is the goat. And then AJ Tracy and H were fourth and fifth. Because, yeah, it's just, I'm a big UK fan. Don't really listen to much outside of it. Yeah, I think because I'm 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 very much um, sort of the opposite of that. So I've been listening to I know who my top one was. I listen to a whole lot of music, by the way. One thing about me is I always have my AirPods in, um, and it's just it's a it's an unhealthy habit. But yeah, so my um my top five artists um I don't know the order yet because I'm just still getting the replay up. Um, here we go. So Isaiah Rashad, 116 hours. Um, <laughs> Kendrick Lamar, Travis Scott, Drake, and Young Boy actually came in at five. Cool. But Gunner, Gunner, and Roy Woods. If you lot don't know about Roy Woods, then listen to Roy Woods, please. He's like, uh, he's from Canada. He's got a song with Drake. Great, great artist. Um, yeah, man. I like, I like listening to a lot of sort of not conscious rap, but just rap that's got a bit more meaning to it nowadays. Um, I used to not rate Kendrick at all, but for me, he's the, he might be the greatest rapper of all time. I mean, Drake probably. I don't think he's a, as good a rapper as um, Kendrick is, but yeah. I mean, I'm not a fucking music connoisseur. I don't know. I just listen to what I like, but yeah, that's that's my top five. This is, you, some, oh, this is something you'll love. Sorry, just to quickly interject before you say your top five, Tom. My top yeah. song from the 2000s, right, was Fill Me In by Craig David. Oh. <laughs> Can you fill me in? Might get copyright yeah. strike for that, but it was that good. Oh, but Yeah, but no, it's, it's all good. You know what? If you want to copyright us, uh, Mr. Mr. David, Mr. S- Mr. CD, um, you can copyright us all you want because you're a, a living legend. You might be a bit overplayed on radio and shit, which I realized since I started working where I started working. I hear your songs like three times a night and it's it's quite painful, but you know what? I can deal with it because it's you. But yeah, go on top of your... <laughs> um, so number two, I had Travis. Number three, I had Lil Durk. Number four, I had Meek. And number five, I had Kodak. Oh, yeah. Kodak. You know what? That's class. I love Kodak. I love um, Lil Durk's. Have you heard Lil, Durk, Lil Durk's song, Backdoor? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. That's one of my favorite songs at the moment, for sure. Um, and then, yeah, Kodak is sort of one of my guilty pleasures because he's like, I used to hate like mumble rap, which is weird because I was the young boy and like Gunner and that. But honestly, some of... What's your favorite Kodak song, Tom? I want to hear. Oh, you'd have to do a rendition. I just want to hear the song. <laughs> um, thank God. <laughs> um, I mean, like I said last year, it was sad boy hours, so it has to be coding dream. Oh, fair enough. I was, I'm sort of on a similar vibe because I like, I liked um, calling my spirit. I don't know if you I think, two... like, oh, sorry, go on, you got me. some proper underrated. No, no, that's all good. You got some proper underrated stuff though. Like a lot of them do, but just because of what they do in their spare time and stuff like that, people won't fuck with them. Yeah, and by the way, we just wanted to say, like, not that anyone really cares. We don't look up to these artists for any sort of moral standards. So anyone anyone that would say, oh, you shouldn't listen to him because he's done this, unless it's like R. Kelly levels, like, it's not, I'm not looking up to Kodak or Youngboy as, like, examples of how to live my life. Like, it's not, first of all, yeah, I'm not going to go into it, but it's just, that's that's worth saying, in my opinion. What's Mike, you were going to... 
I was going to say, I don't know if either of you two listened to Little Baby, but last year I... Oh, oh yeah. There's, mm-hmm. What's your favourite Little Baby song? I want to hear this because I'll, I'll tell you mine and I want to see if you've all got the same answer here. Mine's very generic. Is it Drip Too Hard? It is, but I love Gunner yeah. though. No, that's a banger. What about you, Tom? Well, I'll go with the same, Drip Too Hard. It's, it's bait though, that's the thing. I hate yeah. saying I like the baitest songs. I don't, I'm not saying this is, to it's be... It's just a bang. There's no two ways around. There's no two ways about it. It's just such a bang. Like, if you hear it on Freeze on a night out, you're getting gassed. Like, oh, one time I was at Freeze, just, um, I was at Nathan, Nathan Spencer, great friend of the podcast. Um, <laughs> and that song came on and I wasn't even drinking because I had, I had an interview the next day. Fucked it, by the way. Um, nice. and Drip Too Hard came on and I was just, I was loving life. Remember that very well. My, uh, favourite, uh, little baby song is Emotionally Scarred. That song is such a bomb. You know, I've heard that, but I don't have it downloaded. I can't remember how, like, don't do a rendition. I was not but, about yeah. to do a rendition, but that song slaps beyond belief. Yeah, man. Um, no, he's a, he's a great artist. I personally, it's a bit controversial, I like Gunner over Lil Baby. I just like that more melodic type stuff, but, yeah. That's fair enough. I think that we're going to wrap this podcast we, we up should do a music. We should do a music topic, by the way, because we've got a lot more to say about this than I thought we would. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're going to wrap this podcast up here and we'll tune in next week to see if music is the topic we'll have to figure that one out or is it a fear of women it could be two things it could be dual potty I don't have a clue what one about really but yeah and we'll also be going over our predictions and how we all got it horribly wrong so that's something to stay tuned for man I'm really excited this was a lot of fun yeah man 100% yeah, for real. Gonna, can't wait to get guests on as well and we're going to have even more fun like it's yeah man cracking stuff alright well goodbye to everyone and we shall see you next week See you later. Cheers, boys.